0: There's been another mass shooting in America, this time in a community college in Oregon. That means there are more American families, moms, dads, children, whose lives have been changed forever. That address came from President Barack Obama. He addressed the nation Thursday night after news broke of a mass shooting killing 10 people at Umpqua Community College earlier that same morning. That means there's another community stunned with grief, and communities across the country forced to relieve their own anguish, and parents across the country who are scared because they know it might have been their families or their children. My name is Alex Wallachy. I'm the podcast editor at The Daily Emerald, and I'm joined today by our news editor, Jennifer Fleck, to talk about the events at UCC and what that means for students here at the University of Oregon. All right, Jennifer, could you start off by giving us some background on the events that occurred on Thursday?
1: Yeah, so um, starting at 1038 in the morning, police began responding to uh, phone calls coming from the campus of the Umpqua Community College that there were shots in the area of Snyder Hall. Um, Police then engaged gunfire with him. And um, he was confirmed down 10 minutes later at 10.48. Um, And during the process of the shooting, nine students were um, killed and seven were wounded.
0: And some of those wounded are currently
1: in Eugene, right? That's correct. There are three females currently at Peace Health Sacred Heart Medical Center at Riverbend. Today, they remain in the same condition they were uh, yesterday, which is one is in serious condition, one is in critical condition, and one is stable. But they're all three expected
0: to survive. So there were shootings. I'm assuming the campus was on lockdown. Could you tell me a little bit more about what happened? According to certain
1: faculty at the... um, Umqua Community College, their emergency system that is supposed to take place when a um, shooting occurs did not respond in the way it was supposed to. It is supposed to send a text message and then to any computer screens. It's supposed to flash across that that's taking place and students and faculty need to evacuate. Um, But overall, students and faculty were able to inform each other and evacuate the building Buses took survivors over to the Douglas County Fairgrounds where they were then reunited with their families.
0: And there's been a great deal of controversy in the press about whether or not to publish the name of the shooter. That's correct. The Douglas County Sheriff, I know, John Hanlon, announced that he would not name the shooter and he said, I will not give him the credit for this horrific act of cowardice. And that's been really hard for a lot of news outlets to navigate. Can you Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about? the Emeralds process with this?
1: Yeah, so what we decided to do, actually, um, we sat down and had a meeting, uh, me, our editor-in-chief, Dahlia, and then the two news associate editors, Francesca Fontana and Lauren Guerretto. We sat down together and discussed, even before the press conference, where the sheriff made those statements, uh, what we were going to do. Uh, We eventually decided that as a news organization, we are required to release his name, but we aren't required to belabor it. So our solution was to just use it um, where it was needed and not anywhere else. So in an example like our cover story this Monday about the events at UCC, we named him once at the beginning and not again.
0: And that's kind of not to give them glory or encourage other people. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's it's to um, take the focus away from the shooter and place it on the victims where it belongs.
0: Now, UCC is about an hour south of Eugene. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what the procedures are if a similar thing would happen at UO and how that compares to other schools?
1: Absolutely. So um, the UO... Is different from UCC in that it has a police department of its own. We have the University of Oregon Police Department, Um, so they would respond like a police force but they would be able to respond more quickly. Um, Just uh, Kelly McIver, the UOPD communications director, told us that UOPD officers would be able to provide immediate police response to campus and engage a threat directly they would be able to assist with building churches to clear unsecured areas, allow medical personnel to more quickly enter to treat any wounded. Um, So that's sort of along the lines of the um, the University of Oregon's response is to defer to the University of Oregon Police Department and then contact the Eugene Police Department.
0: And can you talk a little bit about how UO handled the events on Thursday and maybe contrast that with how Oregon State handled them? Absolutely, um, so
1: we called Kelly McIver, the UOPD communications director, almost immediately upon hearing the news as what was happening at UCC to figure out how it's affecting our own campus, mm. excuse me, and what um, what steps are being taken. He told us that um, at the time of the event it was business as usual. UO had not received any threats and none of the students were in danger. So we put that out information out to the campus. The Oregon State University um, issued an email to notify students and then inform them of the steps and precautions um, they can take if there was an active shooter at OSU, um, such as running, hiding, or fighting, um, dependent on your situation. Um, The UOPD didn't issue a UO alert, Um, they issue UO alerts for things um, such as sexual assault, violence in the campus area, um, muggings, things to that effect or what I've received UO alerts for. Um, Kelly McIver said um, they did not issue one because they didn't see any indication of danger to the students.
0: So I know students at UO got an email from President Schill. That's correct. And that was kind of expressing condolences. Mm -hmm. But unlike OSU, U of O didn't send out, these are our procedures in such an event. Correct. So that's kind of the difference there. Yes. Did they talk at all about what the precautions would be, what students should do? So the UO has a um, program called Enterprise
1: Risk Services, which directly handles emergency response on campus. They have been assisting UCC since the shooting occurred because they're the only campus department in the state trained up to the national standard. So they've been uh, lending a lot of aid to UCC. And we spoke with their ex- executive director of enterprise risk services, Andre LeDuc. He said there are procedures to set up and ensure a response if a similar incident happened Um and the UOPD was a main factor that he called upon in explaining that and um, that they would go about their own um, response. Leduc said, the biggest message is about shared responsibility around your own personal s- safety, understanding your surroundings, understanding that when something doesn't feel right or look right, you need to mention it to somebody. You need to be prepared to take action, really think about your surroundings and how to protect your- protect yourself should that happen.
0: So that sounds like just kind of general things. There's no mm-hmm. safety. Like there's no head to this thing. There's no fire drill type right response. So
1: um, what OSU released to students was the run, hide, fight strategy. Mm-hmm. So they called upon the first thing to do is to run, evacuate the area, get as far away as you can, run in a zigzag formation, don't have your back directly to the shooter, and take whoever you can with you. If you're unable to run, they recommend that you hide anywhere you can. And if that's not possible, they recommend you fight um, as a last resort.
0: So beyond the safety precautions and beyond what those repercussions might mean for other Oregon schools, can you talk a little bit about what's happening here at the University of Oregon to kind of honor the events and honor the survivors?
1: Absolutely. Um, right now in the Herb Memorial Union by Starbucks, there are... Um, big sheets of white paper um, where students can express their feelings about the uh, events at UCC. There's also a vigil at um, Alton Baker Park tonight, October the 4th, and there will be another one for students in the EMU Amphitheater Monday, October 5th at 7 p.m. Um, The university is also encouraging students on Twitter to use the hashtag IMUCC and share pictures, thoughts, and memories with um, everyone.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else you think is important or that people might not know about this story?
1: Yeah, I I wanted to add we had... One of our reporters in this UCC cover, she spoke with a former um, Umqua Community College basketball player who also used to play basketball for the University of Oregon, and he actually had three family members on campus um, during the shooting, and he just had some really poignant things to say about what the community of Roseburg is like. He spoke a lot about how it's strong, it's family he said the community itself has such a powerful bond within each person that lives in the community and this community will stay strong. I know that that's just one of the many people whose lives were affected by the shooting that took place. And it was just so powerful that he spoke to us and spoke to us about his experiences and just how it affected him and his family
0: and the community as a whole that he knows so well. And you can pick up that story, you can see it in the Daily Emerald, Monday's edition, or you can find that online at thedailyemerald.com. And we're going to close out tonight with some sounds from The Vigil at Alton Baker Park on Sunday night.